This is a podcast by The Straits Times. All right, let's cue the music. Fanfares, please, after a long absence. Welcome back to the Double Feature Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Roberts, and this week I'm joined by Kong Yvonne. Hello. Hi. Now, bear in mind, we're going to be talking about It Chapter 2, and there are going to be spoilers. Probably spoilers for It as well, but that kind of goes with the territory. Some movie news. Yeah. Things to look forward to. It's about a month to go before Joker comes out. The reviews that came out the weekend have been glowing. I can huge imagine. Amount, huge amount of people saying, oh, this is a game changer. Comic book movies will never be the same again. Right. This is the greatest film ever. Now, we saw a trailer before we went to see it last night. Yes. The word is Joaquin Phoenix deserves Oscar nomination for he this. He does. I mean, it looks to be going that way. It's one of those things that you think, oh, yeah, this is going to be an amazing performance. Uh, quite possibly, he's going to be the first person to... No, Joker may be the first character, character yeah. to have two separate people win an Oscar for portraying him. If he wins. But yes, possibly. I, I think possibly. It sounds like it. Unless there's some other historical... Abraham Lincoln, maybe? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so, man. Anyway, this yeah. is just off the top of my head. Mm. But with all the glowing reviews, and let's bear in mind that Things like Batman v Superman and Justice League got hugely glowing reviews at early screenings as well. Right. Some people may have to walk things back a bit when yeah. it actually comes out. Now, right. at the same time, people are also saying that uh, this film, because it's of a put-upon man who then changes, the worm turns, he gets violent. Of course, he turns into Joker. It may influence people of a certain disposition right. to take up arms or indeed start dancing in very shabby big white pants. There has been a few reviews of genuine concern that this could spark violence. Perhaps that's a good sign for the movie. Because if that, for me, has that much sway... It's hype. It's yeah, big I hype. Mean, it's getting big hype. Exactly, yeah. To be honest, it's working because I really can't wait to see what I, happens with this. I reserve my res- I mean, reservations because most early reviews aren't, aren't very accurate, you know. Yeah. Like, remember Suspiria? The remake? Oh, yeah. They had glowing reviews Funnily enough, at the start. I was reminded of Suspiria after watching It Chapter ah. 2. So we went to see It Chapter 2, and just before we went to see the film, of course, we, we paid our money. This was not one of those freebie things. No. This was not a, This was with the public. Yeah. The mumbling, constantly chatting for some <laughs> god-awful reason. Public. Right. Now, uh, we had about half an hour of adverts. I Apparently, think so, Apparently, yeah. they're showing YouTube pre-roll ads. Yes, like a mobile game. For mobile games. I was, I was, I was quite shocked. I was like, yeah, this is like YouTube. It's yeah. weird. But aside from the YouTube ads yeah. and a couple of trailers, one of which is for Midway. Yeah. The Battle of Midway, a depiction of a key battle of World War II. And it seems to be done with all the reverence and respect that Michael Bay gave Pearl Harbor. It's yeah. like a video game. It's some kind of nonsense. Well, it, it is Roland Emmerich, so, you know. The government it, says this. Well, the government is wrong. <laughs> and I'm going to approve them with my Star Wars-style planes that can defy physics. And a, a cast list that just says, B-movie all the way. Patrick yeah. Wilson, Ed Screen. Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. Nick and Jonas. And Jonas brother. Yeah. Aside from that, there were also um, some ad- local ads that I think... Ah, how can I say it? I think these local ads really need to remember how boring they can be. <laughs> you remember that one, that ma, pa, the best band speech Oh, thing yes, 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 yes. When you first saw it, it was yes. like, oh, okay, I can see where this is going, but yeah, fair enough. But it's that long that the second time you see it is, oh, Lord, this is dragging. Indeed. And you're just waiting for it to get to the punchline. There's a new ad which 
plays on filial um, yeah piety. So you see this uh, young man who appears to be good enough to be a model. Apparently has an office job, but you know, and his parents keep on asking him for money for stuff. Yeah, and he keeps on giving the cold shoulder. Yeah, or just, so his parents say, "Oh, the fridge, fridge, is, fridge, the is, fridge is broken. Yeah. Can't, let's buy a new one." Yeah, and he says, "Let's fix uh, it." Actually, let's yeah. try fixing it. But every time his dad's there giving him the the old stink eye. Yeah, you know, oh, what kind of son are you? And then his his mum's oh my mum mum's phone is broken. And he says, "Hey, mum, use this instead." Yeah, and his dad goes, "Is that your old phone?" Oh, for shame that you should use the old phone, which is ridiculous because it's Singapore. So his old phone is probably just a model down from the very current version. You go elsewhere, it'll be fine. It's only for the time being. So, yeah, a lot of this seems to be like trying to guilt the son. Oh, mom's birthday is held in a hawker center as though that's a bad thing to happen. And he gets a cake out and stuff like that, but his dad's still going, giving the old... <laughs> Why you? What kind of son are you? You're no son of mine. I, I think and that it goes on for hours. For, well, minutes, I guess. Apparently, it's only minutes because yeah. I checked up on it on YouTube today, and it's only about four minutes long. But it felt like hours. It's just different value long. system, I would say, because I there are a lot so. of families who are still probably I'd also the same say dynamic. It so. feels very long and it's quite dull. So please, if you're doing these adverts. For the cinema. Just remember, people have to watch them. <laughs> Try and, you know, spark some life into them. Agreed, Rather, yeah. There seems to be a lot of heartfelt, or, you know, heartfelt in air quotes, ads yeah. that, you know, try and pull on the heartstrings, but just last way too long. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's chapter two. I didn't really love the first film that much. I thought the first one rather good I it was, Obviously, right. yeah, it was right. coasting on kind of a Stranger Things vibe yeah. because Stranger Things had come out before yeah. Stranger Things itself playing heavily on the Stephen King I thought it was really well done it had a great cast a great young cast Yes, very watchable great actors and aside from an ending that was a bit too all felt a bit bloodless Yeah, not enough horror in it but it felt okay I thought fine it's a good film. I was kind of looking forward to this. Well, Bill Skarsgård uh, is makes a good Pennywise. He does. Iconic. Yeah. Without you know, without aping the Tim Curry version exactly. from the early nineties, I think nineteen ninety version of when they did the TV series. The TV series. Yeah. yeah. So this what chapter two? Um, I, I basically, from my view, what went wrong? <laughs> there, there are some good things in it. I thought the casting was brilliant. Yeah, really good cast. Yeah, um, Bill Hader, being amazing. Honestly, a really good version of the older Richie, Richie. Right? Yeah. I think there's bits where very clearly he's been allowed to add his own jokes. Yes, because he did not feel as stilted as the rest of the the, the language. Yeah, in the, I thought James McAvoy was all right, if a bit bland. Yeah, I thought he was. Actually, I think besides the two Bills, so Bill Skarsgård and Bill Hader, right? Hmm. Everyone else just seemed... They just they were just trying to retread the same characteristics as the kids. So basically, they didn't bring anything much to the table besides what was already presented in the first film. Well, I think I mean? an issue is is that it pretty much is just a retread of the first film. It is, yeah. That They all get split up. They all have their individual encounters with Pennywise. Yeah. And... 
I mean, the thing in this, apparently, is that it's 27 years later. Now, I can't even remember if they've said it in the film, but apparently it comes around every 27 years. Yes. And this is usually kind of meted out or highlighted by, well, people get a bit more angrier. Yeah. There's yeah. a bit more violence in the town. So the young kids that apparently thought they defeated him last time by beating me with sticks, I think. <laughs> yes. Because that's how you beat an intergalactic entity that's crash-landed on the planet Earth. You just get some sticks and beat it up. Yeah. Most of them left Derry. Yes. It doesn't say at what point they left Derry, and that's very vague. Mm. They all left. Somehow, after they left, only Mike, the butcher boy, the, yes. the, the butcher's errands, uh, Mike stayed. Why? I don't know. Yeah. no one Because ex- he was supposed uh, to go to Florida, right? But Yeah. No one says why he stayed. So. That's even better remembered than mine. Yeah. But he is meant he stayed there as a kind of watchdog for the thing. Everyone else left. I don't know what point in their lives they left. Yeah. But they left. And somehow the magic spell has been snapped and they don't even remember that they came from Derry. Yeah. Somehow. But things happen, someone gets beaten up, Pennywise is back, and then Mike gives him a call. Somehow he's got their mobile phone numbers. <laughs> How does that work? I don't know. I mean, Richie, the Bill Hader character, yeah. is famous big-time comedian now. Yeah. If he doesn't already know his number, how does he get his number? I don't know. Have you tried to find you know, Trevor Noah's number? No. You know, just out of the blue? No, no. That plot hole aside, they all come back. They kind of start to re- recollect yeah. that they know each other. Everything becomes less foggy. But at the same time, Pennywise starts attacking them. Yes. <sighs> I wouldn't say attacking them. Pennywise starts annoying them? Uh, yeah, I guess. Interfering with their yeah. lives? Anyway, Mike seems to have done a lot of research into this and he's got a plot to try and kill Pennywise once and for all. Yes. Can he do it? Well, whether he can or he can't, it takes hours to get through. <laughs> I think that's the problem, right? So it, I think this film is so focused on the law of what Pennywise is that it kind of forgets that it's a horror movie in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, the, the scares just aren't there yeah. for me. There's, there's jump scares. There's a lot of... Very minimal, though, A lot actually. of this film relies just on jump scares, like... Ugh! No, but it all telegraphed. So you don't, well, you don't even okay. feel that. If you take the, the Jessica Chastain moment, she goes back to her old apartment. She's greeted by an old lady who says, oh, your father died a long time ago. Come in, have a cup of tea. And she has a cup of tea, and it's all kind of sinister. And there's some scarier moments where she just the old lady just stops and then you see her creeping past in the nude for some reason I don't know why then she jumps out and she's big and she's scary and she looks like the well Andy Muschietti Muschietti is going to be directing Attack on Titan so Ah. a a preview for that yes looks like he's just getting some (laughs) test footage in for that um but yeah, it's all jump scared, but they're all pointless jump scares to the point where Pennywise is no longer a scary thing that yes. wages on fear. It's just an annoyance. And everything that he he jumps out, it just becomes, after a while, he just be like, oh, oh, Pennywise, you scared me there. And it, okay. And he goes, oh, I'm scary. Okay, thanks, Pennywise. I'll see you later, shall I? Or, you know, he, he starts doing this. He feels like a needy friend who just like... <laughs> 
<laughs> hanging around them for no reason. Like, he starts telling Pillow Hader, oh, why won't you play with me? And it's, it's just needy and it's it's pointless and it, there's no scares in it. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree. Like, I think, I think him as Pennywise, the clown, actually pretty creepy. Right. Yeah. If so, it's used right. Yeah. So even with, even the scene with Jessica Chastain when when he you know when he when, he, when she turns around he's putting on the makeup and yeah. then he scratches his face. Yes. That's that, that was pretty creepy to me. That kind of thing where you see someone scar themselves yes. deliberately. Yeah. That kind of level of mild body horror. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was creepy. Good, right. Yeah. So but but it's when he becomes these weird like big creatures. That it gets too much. It feels just feels. Well, like one of them just s- seems ridiculous. So Bill Hader's walks into the town square, ah, where they've Paul got Bunyan. a Paul, Paul Bunyan statue, and then he he looks around. At where, oh, the Paul Bunyan statue is gone, and then oh, there's a giant Paul Bunyan chasing him, and it's like oh, oh, okay, right, yeah, that that just looks stupid. <laughs> one of the really good bits of the first film, yes, and it wasn't heavily signposted and it wasn't heavily signaled if you saw it you saw it and when you did see it you're like did I see it which is not a great description but I know what I mean yes I know what you mean as, as it's I, like yeah. did I just see that yeah and it's he's in the library and the librarian is stood out of focus in the background but you can see a f- her, the, her position her stance changes she becomes more hunched and you can see a very wide smile start to play across her face and that's it she's just in the background heavily out of focus but you can just see the smile for a few seconds yeah and then it changes and that is creepier than most of this so when the big creatures turn up and you just like really yeah and that's the, that's the problem also because I think Pennywise in this film does not have any there's no stakes right no, because when they encounter Pennywise on a one-on-one basis, yeah, nothing happens to them. No, they just get really scared, run back to the well, inn, and yeah. then they regroup again. So I'm like, what? What exactly is Pennywise supposed to do in this case? What he's trying to scare them with is stuff that you won't be scared with anymore. Yeah, so I can understand the motive behind that. Is like I think Pennywise is trying to play with their childhood like traumas or whatever. So, so for example, with with uh, Richie, I think the the message here is that he might have been. Interested in Eddie? Does yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean, this is, I yeah. wouldn't say it's the biggest spoiler, but at the end, uh, he's, he's seen going to the bridge where yeah. a lot of kind of uh, initials are carved in, yeah. and he recarves R, R plus, plus e. e. Yeah. That The implication being that for all their bickering, actually, so they were actually bickering like an old married couple yeah. because they had a relationship in the yeah. past. And and I guess so. The the point of the movie is that because Richie was bullied by the kid by by the older kids mm. as being a like being a gay person, right. and then I think with for example with um, with Bev, it was a relationship with her father that that became a central part of that um, of her fears. So I think the the point of the film that that he, Pennywise is trying to play on their childhood fears, right, or their childhood traumas. But I think the problem with that is because in the first film. That was kind of already dealt with. So it's why, why are you spending two and a half hours doing the same thing as the original shorter exactly, film? Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's very vague as well. Yeah. yeah. But also, what are Pennywise's powers? He seems unable to do any harm to these people. Yeah. Apart from and what things are real and what things are manifested to be real. So Eddie goes to the the pharmacist. Yes. 
and he has a nightmare about what's downstairs and you're not sure is that him having a nightmare now or a flashback to his nightmare of the past anyway he has a nightmare and some kind of zombie thing with a big long tongue for some reason because the zombie wants to stick his tongue down his throat but then he gets covered in this black goo yeah but the black goo's real yeah so where's the black goo from don't know and then the bully Henry right yeah Bowers Henry Bowers he escapes from the uh, mental institution he gets given his knife again yeah but he gets given it by the corpse of his brother yeah but the corpse is real or not real don't know I don't know what's manifesting here yeah even with the kills right so you know Pennywise does have some murders in this film there's a little bit of it's unclear why they are murdered because are they afraid of Pennywise are they just vulnerable? I thought he fed on fear. Exactly. Now, the original kill in the first one is little Georgie. Yes. Who's very scared and he gets in and says, oh, reach him for the, for the thing. And then he bites his arm off and then drags him away. Yeah. Which is shocking, you know. That's a good bit of horror. But this one, I, I don't know. But then there's a the little girl under the bleachers. Yeah. Who's not afraid of him at all. Clearly not, yeah. Yeah. Because he says, oh, I can get rid of that little birthmark for you. And she's like, okay, fine. And she's very confident. The multiple teeth thing comes out and he, he bites her on the, yeah. on the head. But why? Exactly. And why can't you just do that do to... all the yeah. kids, right? That's exactly my point. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah, so like, I, one, of the, one of my favourite scenes in this movie is that the, the one the Hall of Mirrors, right? Right. So I thought that was pretty well done. Like, That's um, why James McAvoy runs in to try and rescue this boy uh, yeah. who now... Lives he, in his old house. Or yeah. at least he thinks lives in his holdouts. Yes. I'm not sure if this boy is part of... Like Pennywise's... Yeah, because this boy right. has been kind of around the gang or bumping into the gang. I mean, it's not a small town, admittedly. Yeah. But he's been bumping into the gang, so Bill Hader screams at him for no reason. And then James McAvoy screams at this poor yeah. kid's just being screamed at by, these, by this old gang of kids. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's got that look of, is he a version of Pennywise? Because right. he's got... A look of Bill Skarsgård about right. him. Yeah. You know, the eyes and the, the shape of his face and stuff. So he goes into this Hall of Mirrors to try and rescue him. Yeah. And then Pennywise is on. The, uh, yeah, that was quite good. I thought very good tension and everything. And then at the end when, you know, Pennywise catches up to them and then Pennywise eats the boy. Apparently. And then it, it just cuts to a reflection of McAvoy yeah. in a mirror. So are you, I mean, so is it real? Is was, the boy yeah. dead? I <laughs> I don't know. So it's kind of weird. So there's no consequences. Exactly. And then, essentially, I mean, what you could do is just watch the first one again, but just imagine all the cast older. Because <laughs> yes. they go back to the same house again, yes. and they go down the same cellar, and they go down the same thing, and they, yeah, they go down the, the hole, and they find a the little spiky place, and oh, look, Pennywise is, there. oh, look, he's turned into a big spider. A big unconvincing spider, yeah. and and the way they beat him this time, it's kind You're of a clown. even worse than the previous film. Yeah, like, the first the reason I would why at I least like the you first know sticks film, hurt. Yeah, the reason why I didn't like the first film was because the ending was just so anticlimactic, right? Because he's some big scary monster that has influence over a whole town. Mm. You know, he can he can murder people. He does yeah. like weird stuff. And then at the end, he's beaten by this bunch of kids hitting him with sticks. Yeah. So never mind, right? I mean, at least because the kids, it's I kind of a kid movie, so it's fine. I figured that was because they lost their fear of it. Yeah, or or, or they're standing up to a bully or standing up yeah. to, to someone that's yeah. bigger, so that's fine. But in this movie, 
it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Just that they're older and they just shout at him saying he's a clown and how he, he's not great and he's a mummy. Yeah. Or something like that. And then he just shrivels into this little thing. Yeah. And then the, so it's, it's like, oh. So the message is basically yeah. stand up to bullies. Yeah. Call the bullies' names. Don't let them be. Show show them fear. And they will shrink down into nothing and then you can squeeze their heart into a non-existence. You know, squeeze their heart until it pops. Don't do that. Actually, kids, <laughs> that would be murder. Anyway, I mean, part of it is that they're all sent off on this little quest to find, I mean, in Harry Potter terms, I guess horcruxes of some sort. Yes. Uh, an article of the past that is has power for them. Yeah. And they kind of put it into this leather waste bin, <laughs> this Native American <laughs> leather waste bin yeah. that apparently has insignia on it. Yeah. Now, is Pennywise committing suicide? <laughs> because he provides them all, That's doesn't true, he? yeah. He provides right. them all with these artifacts. Yeah. Is he deliberately trying to... I don't know. He gives Bill the paper boat. He yeah. would not be able to reach it otherwise. Yeah. He reaches into the thing and the little creatures give him the boat. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the... I, I have no idea. No, it's... There, there, are too many, there are too many mechanics to this. To this. So that's why I said, um, I think the film really just tries... It tries so hard to get into the law of, of it and Pennywise yeah. that it completely forgets what it's supposed to do, which is I mean, to they, scare people. They should, they, should, they also spend yeah. a good time with... Stephen King has a cameo. Oh, he does, yeah. As the bike show, but kind of too long yeah. I mean I know I know the guy wrote the thing he's one of the greatest authors ever but he, they spent a bit long with it and this kind of whole nod that because James McAvoy's character is essentially the uh, the Stephen King of the group yeah. and he keeps on his, ah, you can't write a proper ending can you hey <laughs> yeah but I would say there's some redeeming qualities to the film so I personally think Bill Hader was really good in this yeah, he basically steals every scene. Well, you are a lot more forgiving to the film than I am. I yeah. think it's pretty, well, like I say, bored. I think it's incredibly boring. Right, I, I agree. The length is quite bad. I think two hours could have been. If not, sufficient. just stick another half hour on the original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So I think the acting was pretty good from Bill Hader, Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. I thought some of the scenes were pretty tight, and actually some of the some of the humor was pretty pretty decent. I think. Especially from Hader, so I, I thought overall it was not completely irredeemable. But I think when you come, when you step out of the theater and you think about it, it gets it gets worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I think for this, it's a completely useless chapter two. Agreed. There's no point. They don't seem to have defeated it any more than they did the first time around. Yes. I mean, the small reveal of Richie and Eddie. That's about it. That's yeah. that's an extra bit that brings something to it. And there's no growth. None of the characters actually grow no. in this film. They just go back to their old state. Yeah. And then they defeat it, it and then they go on their new lives. And there's no character growth in any of these characters. Any at good all. bits. Yeah. And and in terms of horror, just repeating jump scares ad nauseum. I mean yeah. everything is just all the scares are just based on a jump scare and then Oh 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 fair enough. It's a real shame. It is. It's a real shame. It is. Otherwise, uh, would you go see this again? No. No. No, not not for two and a half hours. I don't think I'd even was try it. It was already plane. a drag the first time. So I think second time... You're very mean worse. to the first one. You should be mean to this one. 
This one deserves more meanness. Oh wait, so you mean when I watch the first one again? No, no. Saying. Would you watch this one again? No, I wouldn't watch this one again because this was this was a drag. The first time watching it. Anyway, Joker's coming out soon. <laughs> and Midsummer, which is Midsummer, yeah, which that, could which, be interesting. Which is probably a lot scarier. I Just hope so. the trailer alone set you on edge. Well, that is where we'll leave it this time. Yifeng, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Thank you to you at home for listening. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or indeed Spotify, do like, rate, and review us. Every little helps. And until another double feature next time, goodbye. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.